working harder and smarter helped me, you know, smarter because I, I didn't think that the tools that I had were the only things that I was going to have smarter because, uh, the way that I was trained, I did not believe that was the only way to do it. I thought there could have been another way. There could be another way to do this that I just hadn't thought of yet. And I created it, right? I thought outside the box I was given and realized there is another way to do my job. That brought my job down from 45 hours a week to 40 once it was created and I was running it myself and thinking about it to once I hit my signing goal down to 35 and then 30. And what I was doing in the extra hours, it's not like I was goofing off. I was training other people. I was doing company strategy. I was exercising muscles that I knew I needed to learn how to exercise to be a manager. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned is that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. This is a podcast for top performers who also want to be amazing managers. I've coached lots of talented people into their dream jobs as managers. I challenge the way they see the world and say what they don't necessarily want to hear. You see, management is all about leadership. The best managers were leaders long before they had any direct reports. Management material is all about getting you from where you are now to that coveted seat in the corner office. Let's turn you into management material. Welcome to Management Material Episode 2, Work Smarter and Harder. One thing we talk about often in the workplace is working harder or working smarter or working longer hours. And I'm here to tell you, I have never believed in working longer hours to get ahead in your career. Sure, there were times that I spent a little bit of extra time in the office to get a project done, but I took that time off at the end of the week or at the end of the payday cycle. I never averaged over maybe 45 hours of work a week, even when running my own company. I do not work more than 45 hours a week. Most of the time, I took that work down to 40 hours. And if I was trying to get ahead, trying to learn a new skill, if I was trying to expand my knowledge base, then I took my main job work hours from 40 hours a week down to 35 hours a week, and then down to 30 hours a week, and sometimes, at times, down to 25 or 20 hours a week just to do my main job so that I had time to, to dedicate myself to learning skills and learning competencies that would get me ahead in my career, that would allow me to network with the people I needed to network with, that would allow me to work on projects that would expand my reach, expand my skill set, and expand, I mean, the people who knew me so that I could get into that next position. So this episode is all about working smarter and harder, okay? That is the key to getting ahead in the workplace. That is the key to climbing the ladder to the position that you want to be in. If you're listening to this, you want to be a manager. You want to get ahead. You want to have people reporting to you. And I'm telling you, you also want people who work smarter and harder and not longer hours. They maintain a good life balance. They know how to work hard 
and play hard, be productive, and spend some of their time learning. So let me tell you a story. When I worked for one of my very first companies out of college, when I was an acquisitions editor, now known as a product manager, I needed to, I was basically a salesperson for getting people in to write for us. So I, I had a list or two that I was working with. I had to contact hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different scientists, top scientists, very targeted con, uh, contacting to find the people who would write the right books at the right time, the right material to help other scientists learn what they needed to learn to transition to different fields or catch up in different fields while they were running different experiments or, or what have you. So I needed to do this. I had a, I had a signing goal. I had a large area of focus at the time. It was uh, cancer research and human genetics. So I, I was just starting this role. I learned the old ways. I was being trained by the best in the company. And the best in the company said, you meet the best people. Every, everything is done in conversation. You meet the best people at conferences. You can sign people at conferences. You call everybody up on the phone. Uh, and you you scroll through, figure out who's speaking at different conferences, contact them beforehand, have a meeting. And it was this long, drawn out, very social project, which is fine. That's fine. It's also really not scalable. And it wasn't something that I was terribly looking forward to. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an introvert. I don't really love being on the phone all the time. I don't really love being back to back to back to back to back with meetings with potential authors, potential people who are going to fill up our content at conferences when I'm around thousands of people. That is that just doesn't sound like fun to me. So I did what they were telling me to do and I was having a really hard time doing it. I ended up making my own version of a CRM that's a, a customer relations manager or something like that. Customer relationship manager software but on a whiteboard. I did it manually. I did it on a whiteboard. And I was not getting ahead. The job was a little bit harder than I thought. So I sat down and I really, really was thinking about it, thinking about all the systems that I had in front of me, thinking about uh, learning more about Excel, thinking about, okay, what if there was a way to pull email addresses from online? Uh, we have this internal database that has all these email addresses, but I'm not given specifically, I'm not given access to the database, but I'm given access to looking individuals up. So how do I automate this? How do I do this in a way where I'm not doing the grunt work, but I got a computer to? So I, I figured out, all right, I don't really know Excel all that well. I don't know any programming whatsoever. I just know how to do this manually. Let me figure out if there's a way I can easily learn this. YouTube was my friend. Google was my friend. And I learned how to create an Excel macro that could take, take an export from a piece of software we had, create the right landing pages that I was pulling all their contact information from, read that table on the landing page, and then pull all the contact information, name, email address, phone number, anything that was in there, you know, job title, area of expertise, uh, recent articles published, things like that, pull all of it and put it into a table that I had created in Excel. So I created that macro. It took me 
oh, I don't know, 80, 100 hours to get it right. Because again, I'm not a programmer. If a programmer looked at it, they'd laugh. But it worked. They'd laugh because they'd say, okay, well, you know, I guess it works for you. But you could do this in a much better, simpler way. Uh, here you go. But I didn't have those resources. I had to do it on my own. So I figured out figured out how to do it. Um, and I was pulling 90, 120 emails every single day uh, in specific places that I thought needed to be published. To make a long story short, I figured out, I put in the upfront effort to create a program, even though I didn't know how to program anything, to pull email addresses and then deduplicate those email addresses so I wasn't emailing people two, three times a week or ever really, uh, and then figured out a way how to automate um, my outreach. So I had this CRM running, I had outreach running, I knew what I was asking for, I sent, I mail merged email addresses, 30 a day, and I made my job that was at one point arduous, something I wasn't looking forward to, into something that was automated, email-based, behind the scenes, and worked like a charm. I hit my signing goal in six months, okay? And I did it the next year too, and the next year after that. I started, after that first year, which I, I, I considered my grand experiment on myself, I started training a little group of like beta testers in the office, and everyone hit their signing goal super fast right? They all learn how to do it. And I started creating training documents for it. And then the third year, you know, year one, it was me, year two, it was a small group of people. The third year, they rolled it out to the entire group, the entire department. And I became the head trainer on this new tool that I created um, and had to figure out how to get people to stop being afraid of it, right? It's not replacing any, any human thinking. It's not, it's just a tool here to make your job easier, a little faster, so that you can get ahead, so you can make your signing goal, so that uh, the company can do better than their competition. So that is all to say, working harder and smarter helped me, you know, smarter because I, I didn't think that the tools that I had were the only things that I was going to have. Smarter because uh, the way that I was trained, I did not believe that was the only way to do it. I thought there could have been another way. There could be another way to do this that I just hadn't thought of yet. And I created it, right? I thought outside the box I was given and realized there is another way to do my job. That brought my job down from 45 hours a week to 40 once it was created and I was running it myself and thinking about it to once I hit my signing goal down to 35 and then 30 and what I was doing in the extra hours, it's not like I was goofing off. I was training other people. I was doing company strategy. I was exercising muscles that I knew I needed to learn how to exercise to be a manager. The Young Leader Society is a group of passionate professionals who are fast tracking themselves to a management position. We have bi-weekly lunch meetings where members submit their questions about leadership, corporate influence, and, you know, all that messy stuff that comes with office politics. Join us if you want to gain influence and credibility at your company, navigate office politics like a boss, and earn promotions more quickly than your peers. 
Learn more at saverstreet.com in the career help section. To be a strategic leader in my company. So all of that to say, in your company where you are now, it is your job. If you want to be a leader, if you want to be a manager, it is your job to figure out how to do your job in less hours every week. Fewer hours. Go from whatever you're working now subtract five hours, figure out how to take five hours out of your week every week. That's one hour a day. And then the next, once you get there, try to get it even lower so that you are building time for yourself to network, to learn new skills, to pick up new projects, to get ahead so that you can network and and learn what you need to learn to be a leader and then to be a manager right? So knowing all of your resources and thinking about them creatively while realizing you can, you can definitely learn something new to get you noticed by management. Then, then train everybody else. Once you figure out a new way to do something that is saving you a bunch of time, that's when you bring it to your manager. That's when you bring it to other people who are doing your job and you start to become the leader, the expert, the trainer in different ways, in more efficient ways to do your job, and you get to be seen across the company, you get to be known as the leader, and you get to be seen by leadership. Now, later we're going to talk about ways that you can be seen as a manager, so that people see you as manager material. This is one step, one step, the way that's going to give you the time back to learn what you need to learn to be management material. But that is, this is number one. If you can't do this, if you can't work smarter and harder, you're going to have to work longer. And that will take away from pieces of your life, time you spend with your family, time you spend on things that make you a whole person that you really don't want to take away from. Some of my best times that I accidentally networked with leaders in my company was when I was out doing other things. I, I met the managing director of my company at the top of a mountain one day. I'm not joking. You know, I saw her and I went, oh my goodness, who are you? Sorry, I'm all sweaty and gross. And so was she. Um, but it was, it was fun and it kept me on the top of her mind. I met different people at all different places around where I've been. And you don't get those opportunities outside of work if if you're working all those longer hours. So instead of working longer hours, work smarter and harder. You can do it. You can do it. And if you can do this, then you can also grow and become a manager. Okay. I will see you in the next episode. I cannot wait to see you in episode three of Management Material. That one is all about hiring leaders as managers. I'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.